You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey Queens, it's Maddie here and you're listening to the Queendom Podcast. And tonight, we are... What's going on, Queens? Welcome back to another amazing week of the Queendom Podcast. My name is Josh. If you haven't been here before, welcome. Uh, this is an amazing uh, space to be in. We are chatting with cast and crew of Six the Musical on the weekly. It is a crazy experience, and I'm so glad to be able to share it with every single one of you. And this week, we are kicking it off with our first tour guest. Miss Maddie Bullerman joins us, the Berlin, the girl with the green, green sleeves out on tour in the UK right now, is joining us right here on the Queen and Podcast, and I am... B- so blessed to have this girl on here. She is amazing. This chat is amazing. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So, you know what time it is? It is time to get down. Here we go, Queen. I'm the queen of the castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get down. Get down. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get down. Hey Queens and welcome back to the Queendom Podcast. We are here with our first tour guest, Maddie, the Berlin on tour. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Queendom Podcast. Um, we were just saying before me. we hit record here that you're the first tour queen that we've had on. So there we go. It's so we, exciting. It's insane. Um, so obviously what's bringing up this whole thing together at the moment is the COVID-19 situation that is mm-hmm. obviously shutting theatres down and giving us the opportunity to chat like we are here. So how are you dealing with everything that's going on? What are you doing to kind of get through your day and fill in your spare time? Um, So I have had ups and downs. I think the same as as everyone really. Um, But I think honestly what's getting me through is first off the Queendom for how we're all chatting together and all coming together as one big kind of family. Yeah. And um, also... I've started this this challenge called Isolation Imagination on Instagram. And basically there's a whole, it's kind of, you can journal for 30 days or do whatever you want, art, design, costume. Some people are making costumes that could be in the show. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but for 30 days and um, it's keeping me occupied. And now it's kind of bringing all of us together and it's really lovely. Everyone's sending in their amazing ideas and it's really inspiring. So yeah. I think that's getting me through. It's giving me things to do and, excitement it's just so cool it's so yeah. cool and it's yeah. about finding those kind of little things and just kind of going with them now the things that you kind of put yeah. aside that you've been like oh nah I'll get to that at some point now's the time where you're like I can get to that let's go <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and it frees up your creative time to yeah. kind of try new things and have a go and of course family as well I'm with family I'm safe so family and playing yeah. games and all that are getting me through as well there you go like I, I'm lucky I live at home as well so I'm doing the same oh, amazing thing, so. good Lovely. All right. So let's kick it off with a few easy questions just to ease us in to the situation. Um, your mm-hmm. favorite flavor of ice cream? <gasps> Salted caramel. Oh, with there was like a reason crunchy I... caramel bits. Yes. Oh, there's yes. a reason I like you. There, that's it right there. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, um, I'd love to. Okay. I've been watching Ant-Man recently. <laughs> And I love the idea of turning into like someone really tiny and being yeah. able to kind of creep around and not go noticed. I love that. I love that power. I'm down for that. Um, 
outside of musical theatre, what is mm-hmm. your go-to kind of music? What what genre of music do you flip to? I love, well, I've got a bit of a mix of, <laughs> of tastes. Kind of goes from Disney to kind of like rock in two seconds. But um, I love um, folk. But I also love kind of folk pop. But then I love Coldplay. I think Coldplay is the main kind of, artists that I love to listen to in their whole style that goes all the way through but I think kind of folk folk pop okay there we go there's I think I've asked that question three times and we've had three different answers so those listeners out there you guys can listen to all these different genres and get your music tastes up and running um and growing up um looking at theater was there somebody that you kind of uh grew up looking up to or um idolizing of sorts was there someone that you were like that person yeah definitely there are a couple there was um i think being really little i remember watching wicked and getting obsessed as in you know all, all 30 kids go and see it <laughs> and they just get obsessed and um getting the grimmery book there's that the book that has all the kind of how they made the show and everything and reading about idina menzel and how she auditioned and how she kind of got into character and created Alphaba and I think that really inspired me going through and also Sheridan Smith I love I love her and because she's amazing in musical theatre but also in straight acting and, and film and tv so she really inspired me growing up yeah those two yeah yeah awesome um, how did you fall into the theatre world what was your kind of uh, introduction to this wonderful world that we're a part of cool so I started I used to live in a really remote part of Scotland when I was born until I was about three years old, where there was nothing to do but dance, right? There's little dance lessons in this little church hall. So my mum took me along to them and um, I kind of had a go and I loved it. And then we moved again. And uh, apparently I wanted to carry on doing dance. So we found a dance school where I live. And then from there through to when I was about 18, I I did dance lessons all my life because I just loved it. So that's how it started and then when I was in secondary school we did a play um we did The Tempest and I remember just falling in love with Shakespeare and and the whole that whole thing and then realizing you could bring acting singing and musical theatre and dance together in one whole thing and my mind just being like whoa and that from then from that moment I was like right this is this is what I want to (laughs) do this is who I am now yeah so you went to uh, drama school, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. What was your experience yeah, like through school? Because uh, you did your three-year three um, mm-hmm. degree. Um, what was your yeah, experience yeah. like in school growing as a performer um, and obviously uh-huh. finding yourself in that kind of situation? Cool, amazing. So I went and did a three-year BA musical theatre course at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama in London. And um, I absolutely loved it. I think there were... It's, it's difficult. It's a hard time. It's, it's really challenging in, in terms of challenging yourself as, as a person as much as a performer. Um, but I absolutely loved it. I, uh, it's quite a bit more acting based. So it's acting in musical theatre. So I've got a really cool grounding in that. We did some Sondheim. We did Shakespeare. We did a whole mix of things. And I, I felt like in the first couple of years, it was the really intense training for the third year and then by the time third year came it was I was so excited and so ready to go and 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 try my hand at getting into the industry and they really prepped me so and us in in our set so I loved it I loved drama school but then equally I know people that 
haven't done drama school and are doing very well in the industry. So it's, yeah. it's really cool to see everyone's different avenues. And, and that's a good thing to point out too, is that just because you're interested in like becoming a professional musical theater performer doesn't mean you have to black and white go to um absolutely um, absolutely to this moment in time is going to be different mm-hmm. no matter what um so coming out of school we had kind of into that journey of trying to find ourselves in the professional world um yeah that initial onset for you like wow so um i six was actually my first um audition i, mm-hmm. I was um did my um did our third year musical and then quite soon after that was put up for six and um i remember being really excited because i'd heard i'd heard about this amazing show and and through because it was it was um getting really big through my third year at drama school and because third year is so crazy and and, and busy other things were having to come first before seeing it so i then was like okay i'm gonna go see the show and I, I, that night I saw the show and I remember literally the, the Queen's coming out and going divorced. And I was like, right, I want to be in it. <laughs> from that moment, I was like, this is amazing. I think I got so- to die and I was like, I'm a fan. <laughs> this is it. So that happened. And then I remember showing up at my first, at the first audition, which was singing two songs. And uh, I was so nervous so nervous i remember texting my dad non-stop and being like oh my gosh all these people here and this person's just a wicked i just seen this person's a like this then i'm this new graduate i'm to nothing and i remember just being so nervous and going in and like being having my name called to go in and thinking okay this is it and and i think i approached the first that first audition and my first few auditions with i'm just gonna go in and, and have fun and see what happens because i i was very aware that it's it's a crazy industry and it can take a long time to get in and and if a few months and I had a whole plan in place and all that and then um so I went in Lucy and the panel was so lovely all the Pearson casting panel and uh, I had a great time it was a really cool audition and then because of that they set such a lovely precedent for a comfortable kind of chill supportive atmosphere that that whole audition process as nerve wracking as it is it was so fun it was really fun and um. And then I had a few auditions after that, seeing what would happen. And that was over about four weeks. And uh, I learned so much. I know a lot of people say, you know, you learn mostly in the job and when you actually audition. I mean, we had so many mock auditions at Central, Mm. which did really prepare us. But it's completely different going in with a whole load of people that you've never met before. And you've a whole panel you've never seen before. And it was was a real eye-opener in terms of how it all works and what they're looking for and it could be your height it could be your look it could be anything and so it's a real I, I absolutely loved it and then yeah. a few weeks later I found out I'd, I'd gotten sick so it was completely whirlwind crazy yeah. it was it was amazing just before we jump into six you touched on something there mm-hmm. that I experience every time I go to do one of these episodes and that's nerves mm-hmm. like nerves oh gosh yeah it's so funny because I get worried if I don't feel nervous before something because like yeah. you know you're in the right headspace and you're in the right moment if you feel nervous if you're not nervous yes, there's something wrong and then your brain yes. starts to go um yeah it shows that you care it shows yeah. that there's something there that's driving you forward yeah yeah and like before I dial into any of these episodes I'm doing with the girls like I'm sitting here like 
full butterflies in my stomach. Oh, I'm like, let's go. Let's just yeah. get this over and done with. <laughs> um, so how do you deal with the nerves? Like how, what is your process with handling that kind of nervous? Cause sometimes it can psych you out, yeah. but um, if you use yeah. that nervous energy in the right way, mm-hmm. things will come to fruition. Completely. That's, that's great. Um, I, I always get nervous. I mean, always, I still, when I'm doing the show, still get nervous every show <laughs> i mean before we're, we're on the stairs before the whole the curtains open and all that jazz and um my my belly is still like oh my gosh because it's this new place new people like new, new audiences and everything and, so yeah. for me because you guys are moving I've constantly got, so it's it's yeah you get kind of used to something and then it's sh- yeah completely it completely shakes up and the reactions you get from the audiences you you don't know what's what they're going to react like it's so different so i think for me i i still get nervous anyway so that's that's still an ongoing always thing (laughs) but i do try and use it to um as fuel almost i had a really cool quote from someone i can't remember who it was but they they use they take all their nerves and use it as fuel to push them and get them through the, yeah. the show and, and whatever they're performing in and um and yeah I've got little cards of um um like little cute quotes that are kind of like you are enough and the whole Sierra Burgess you yeah. are enough you are so enough it's unbelievable how enough you are it's so stagey all that jazz and um and they're up on them I pop them up next to the their mirror and kind of just read them before I go on because it's just reassuring to kind of see something that makes you feel grounded and makes you feel calm and I think just ha- trying to have as much fun as you can, like remembering that it is for fun. Like yeah. I think it's so easy to get caught up in me. I, I, I do this all the time, caught up in the stresses and the worries of it and kind of thinking, oh, this, is, this, is this good enough that I'm doing? Is this this? And then remembering that, you know, you, you're in this career because it's fun and yeah. you're having a great time. And for anyone, no matter what career they're, they're going into, it's, it's, it's a career that they've chosen mm-hmm. and that they're, they love and I think remembering that is really yeah. helpful if, so if you're not doing something kind of for the love of it and you're yeah. stressed out and in a bad headspace it's not the right thing for you like yes uh, you yes need to be able to separate the the stress and the mm-hmm. and you need to bottle those emotions and be able yeah. to have fun and love what you're doing because if you're yeah. not loving where you're at mm-hmm. you're never going to really succeed yeah, completely. Or at least finding those tools that, that if you are so stressed and you are so nervous, because I've, I've definitely had those moments with being <laughs> way more stressed than I am anything. Like, yeah. I think finding the tools that help you to, to take some time out of it and relax and, and find what feels good for you and, and kind of making those tools available so that you can enjoy it as much as, as have those nerves. Yeah, yeah. completely. Um, so... Moving into the show, what do you remember the day you got the call? Yes, absolutely. Oh, right. So it had been about four weeks after the audition, I think, the last round. And um, I had had a few other auditions I was going to. I wasn't expecting anything from it um, just because I was kind of seeing what would happen. I remember being in bed. I think the call was about 11 o'clock and... The night before, I think I'd seen something or been with friends. I had a lie in and I woke up and just as I woke up, I got a phone call and I was thinking, <laughs> okay, cool. And I saw it was my agent and I thought, oh gosh, I thought it was to, to say, I don't know, you haven't got a recall for this or, or we're putting you up for this kind of show. And 
So I was like, oh, okay, answer, oh, answer the call. <laughs> and my agent was like, okay, do you want some really good news? And I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, That's I always good to hear from your agent. Yeah, it's yeah, always cool, good news. Good news. <laughs> always good news. And she was like, um, you are going to make your professional debut in, in six as Anne Boleyn. And I just, I just cried. I broke down in tears. I think when you've been trying so long, and you've dreamed about it for so long to get into something and to perform and do it professionally. And, and suddenly it's there. I just, oh, I was it's in fix. I was, I, yeah, compl- exactly. I was exactly like that last night with what I told you earlier. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. I totally understand that. Cause it, it just yeah. hits you when you're like, I don't even know how to react to this. Like, who do I tell yeah. first? Like, what have I got to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm prepared for this. And it was so exciting. And my agent as well, she was, she was crying. We were both crying. And then we were talking about all the kind of like the um, particulars and ins and outs and all that. But I yeah. just so clearly remembered. I had the program. I'd seen, I'd seen the show not on before when I was auditioning. And yeah. I, I had the program next to... Um, next to a picture that I had and I was I'd look at it and kind of think oh can you imagine but I can't get too excited about it I remember looking at the program and being like oh my gosh and it was just the best it was just the most amazing moment ever and I just thought I get to wear the costume that was just it was so exciting it was it's so not exciting. it's not I'm gonna be in the show it's I'm gonna wear the <laughs> costume <laughs> that just shows shout out to Gabby Slate because damn girl Absolutely. <laughs> those oh costumes <laughs> Um, so going on from that what's it like what was it like the first time seeing your face inside the program (gasps) oh my gosh that was crazy so we were told we were sent an email saying um okay we need your written bios for the program and even that I was like oh my gosh (laughs) that's never happened before you know when you look in programs and you see other people's bios and you're like wouldn't that be cool and then suddenly you're writing your own it's just crazy um but uh it was really exciting I think we saw I can't I think I saw the program after the first Guildford show when my parents had come to see the show and um they were holding it and I kind of looked I was really nervous to look into it because I was thinking this is kind of a big moment like I, I I was really excited but I thought I need to kind of just take this moment here to kind of have this moment it's kind of big and I opened it and then saw my name in the program and it was just like it was just unreal it was so exciting it was really cool that is amazing. Cool I love that so much. Um, <laughs> so let's backtrack in time. Um, so we mm-hmm. get the call, mm-hmm. heading into rehearsals. The cast that you guys have out on tour is incredibly stacked with talent. Um, mm-hmm. So did you know of anyone else cast before you walked into that room for the first time? So I I knew of people. Like I knew of um, Lauren Drew and Jodie Steele, um, but. I didn't, I didn't have a clue. I hadn't met anyone. Um, I didn't know who anyone was personally. But as soon as I saw the cast, I thought, wow, this is, this is yeah. cool. Like, this is exciting. And seeing what everyone had been in and, and, you know, it was just so exciting seeing everyone's rep and what the styles were. And, oh, and I knew, um, I knew of Shax as well because she'd been in the London cast yeah. um, covering Cleves and Oregon. So I knew of her and I thought she was wicked. Um, so it was really exciting. I didn't know anyone, but so I was just excited to kind of, and then I did know, who did I meet? I met, um, I saw Lauren Drew going into her audition. And uh, I think, oh, I met Harriet as well. Harriet um, Alternate on the cast. I was in for Berlin with Harriet 
in one of the okay. rounds and we met because we live relatively close to each other in, in the UK so we, we recognized the accent so we're like oh wait are you from so we met <laughs> we're we yeah exactly <laughs> practically um but apart from that it was completely new yeah yeah so obviously like the the process of a musical for anyone that hasn't been cast is essentially you get cast in the show everyone kind of gets together and you do mm-hmm. a table read uh, so you go through yes. the scripts sing it roughly read through everything mm-hmm. as as a group before you start blocking things um, blocking is the staging of the show that type of thing um so what was yeah. it like doing that first read through with these people hearing the songs and looking around and being like it's happening like this is yeah, it's <laughs> actually happening oh it was so exciting so we were in the um we were in the first floor of the arts first floor? second floor of the arts and um arts theater in london uh, in the rehearsal space and we all sat in a circle we had jamie there um the director of six uh jamie Armitage, grace we had toby and lucy there um and joe baton the md and um so we, we sat around and um our first read through we sang through everybody's songs together which was really nice because we all we had a chance to kind of hear how our voices blended and 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 just kind of sing the song without any pressure you know without those first day nerves of right it's the first day now soon like <laughs> Hit every single note so, if you don't you're in trouble <laughs> <laughs> you're out literally it took away all those kind of weird crazy thoughts you have before going in um but it was so exciting i mean seeing everyone's take on the role and everyone's kind of quirky characteristics and and how they bring their own to the role and that's what I love about this show is that you know each cast is so different in their own completely amazing individual way like I remember seeing the London cast and thinking you are all incredible and I'm I'm so in awe and having a great time watching you and I remember being in rehearsals and and thinking this is completely it was quite a different vibe from the London cast, but in its own completely unique way. And it's so yeah. exciting to see how different the show can be with different casts. It's so yeah. cool. So yeah, that was the first day and we, we sat around and we were reading through and, and I remember House of Holbein being hilarious because we'd all, we'd all clearly really wanted to sing House of Holbein for ages. <laughs> it's like such a fun song. And everyone was really chill at first. And then by the end of House of Holbein, we're like, House of Holbein! It was brilliant. And in that moment, I think, I could all tell that we were all going to get on because we were yeah. all just wacky. So it was, it was uh, really I was going to bring that up next because that, yeah. that cast is like stacked not only with talent, but personalities. Like you look at the, I look at the names and I'm like, they just literally put everybody into one cast. It wasn't like we're going to spread them out just to keep it safe. We're just going to toss it all in and see how it goes. Oh my God, it's amazing. I have a great time. The amount of times that in rehearsals, it's in House of Holbein actually, we rehearsing everyone's so funny and we'd have we'll have our serious faces and the glasses and we'd have to you know do our crazy dances with the serious face and we were just that was the first time we did it we were just crying with laughter because we were just having a great time but yeah the, everyone i mean we've got jody with her rhyming and lauren Byrne with her sarcasm it's amazing lauren drew is just wacky i mean i just and shacks and the scene i just love them all they're, they're all they're all amazing oh uh, i, I I just love hearing how you guys kind of form the bonds and like just the, how you guys kind of just connect. It's just like family. (laughs) Yay. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. Yeah. Um, So 
another big part of the show besides the costumes um we'll touch mm-hmm. on the costumes later is the choreography and i bring this up every episode just yes. because carrie ann is just an absolute goddess when it comes to choreography um amazing and the loveliest person as well amazing. right oh she is yeah like, She's really patient and just like calm and, and it's so cool to be in the room with her because she just yeah. completely, she's so specific with what she wants, but she goes through the speed you need and she makes sure that you've got it so in your head. That it's, yeah. Oh, it's just great. And she she's explains great. things really well. I watched her do a, yeah. a, um, a workshop at BroadwayCon um, and she was with the associate choreographer, Eliza Aman on Broadway for yeah. this. And I was like, man like you wouldn't even have to dance and I could understand exactly what you were saying like yeah like, <laughs> it's like, you know, okay. the same for the associate um associate choreographers so Freya and Melody um they're, they're both equally as is fantastic we had yeah. Freya for the majority of our process and they're both just amazing and yeah. so on it and talented and yeah thought I'd give a shout out to those as well because yeah well, we had Freya down here in Australia as well and I met Freya oh, at opening night so Freya I can attest amazing. to that I haven't met Melody yet but I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Um, (laughs) We'll make it happen. Um, What was your favorite portion to learn choreography wise? Ooh. Well, that's a really good question. Okay. I think, okay. Ex-wives was, because we started with that. And I think that being the opening number and, you know, suddenly it goes from quiet to like exploding. That was really fun to learn because I thought yeah. oh, I would finally get to like learn the the nitty gritty of, of this number. And you know, even small things like we call it the Rubik's cube, where there's um, the second verse where it's like RX and the way it ended. All yeah. that. Wow, wow, that's early. Um, but we were all in a group. <laughs> Apologies, everyone listening to that one. Uh, we were all in a we were all in a group, and it kind of you kind of twist and turn around each other like a Rubik's yeah. cube and it's it's so cool and um even learning all that like the placements was wicked but I also really loved so I was really excited to learn this one get down because it oh. looked so much fun to do like just one big party and I remember getting to get down and thinking right this is cool <laughs> like I feel really cool didn't look it at first Mm, but because it's not usually my style but i absolutely i love that one it's and that's so another fun. thing there are so many different styles of dance yeah in the show like it's yes. not the same thing like you've got hip-hop thrown in there there's a little bit of like spanish kind of flamenco-y kind of style mm-hmm. um whacking like, you've got the arms going it's exactly just like it's there's yeah. just so much packed into 75 minutes you like yeah oh, whoa <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool it's a whirlwind yeah. So, um, obviously, did you were you called in for anybody but Berlin, or were you a Berlin right from the start? I was Berlin right from the start. Yeah. So I thought when I got it through, I thought, oh, okay, this could either be because they're really like set on, we really like you to go up for Berlin, or just oh, we think you're cool, so we'll just throw you in somewhere and then see yeah. what happens. So <laughs> that was I thought like you know I'm just gonna take it as it is. I think what's amazing, why I admire so much, and I'll lead this into another point but the fact that some people are put up for anywhere from four to six of those queens in one audition day and the process of how it is I mean you go in for in a big group you go in for all the arrogance go in and they all sing no way one by one and it's such an encouraging atmosphere that everyone's watching and they're clapping from the sides and all that then all the balloons go in and I just 
there were people that would be like in for Aragon and then in for Berlin and then in for Seymour. And I just remember just being like, your brains are amazing. And I think that's the really, that in co the choreography, when we were learning that, I learned so much from the alternates learning the choreo because the amount that they have to remember and just slot in. So in rehearsals, if someone had to go and have like a costume fitting or, or uh, I don't know, work on their song. I mean, people would just go, oh, can you go in for, can you slot in for Bobo? Yeah, of course. I mean, Jen, I mean, they're all amazing and all the alternates are amazing, but I learned so much from Jen because she, her brain is, she's just swing mastermind. And, and I think she's done all six now and her brain is just unreal. And I really, every time an alternate has to go on for a different track, I'm just in awe. I mean, I think one day Harriet was on for Berlin and then Seymour in the evening. And I just did the whole, and it was a really quick turnaround. It was like we had 45 yeah. minutes in between the shows. And I just remember being on stage and thinking, the fact that you are, you know, where you're going and what script you're saying and, and what harmony you're singing. Is <laughs> harmonies is just amazing. And just a shout out to all the alternate. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm, totally I'm so involved. glad your team alternate. Like I, oh my cannot, gosh, hundred like, percent. They're like I 100% agree. Their brains are just yeah. a different level. Like it's one it's, thing to learn one track, yeah, um, but to learn six, to know entrances, placements, choreography, harmonies, it's, uh, lines. Like there is just, it's yeah. crazy. It's <laughs> unreal. Even like I mean, even um when we go off and that we're putting on the roughs and it's a different order and and also the costume when the costume changes um changes with each co character they do it's so mad because obviously the way that fits and the way that moves on your body is so different each yeah. time so you can have shorts and you can have a skirt and even that changes the way you dance and, and to be able to focus on everything else with that and it's just i mean oh it's amazing i'm <laughs> completely hats off in awe it's just turned into it. a full swing episode and I'm not even Literally, complaining. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so getting Berlin um, and then trying to find yourself in Berlin, how did you mm -hmm. go about your study into the character, like who she was herself and developing mm -hmm. your version of Berlin? Amazing. So we were given... Um, Lucy gave us a Lucy Worsley documentary, The Six Wives, to watch, yep. and uh, which was really cool. Learned fantastic documentary, that. shout out. I'll try yeah, and link amazing. it down below it. because it is yes, fantastic. Yes. And then there was another book. Um, it was Six Wives, it was called. And um, there were whole sections on Our Queens. So yep. I had to read Our Queen section. And uh, I kind of, I, I highlighted bits that were useful and all that. And then we had a chat with Lucy yep. and uh, just chatted about, the queens and how they're perceived in in life and uh i remember have, having a conversation with lucy and just thinking she's so misrepresented like the the amount of how she's described as the womanizer and and the original i don't know stealing the man and all this and it's just it probably wasn't anything like that and and yeah. how misrepresented they are so that first off was really interesting to me to to learn all that because before that i did know only the amount that everyone knows of mm. the divorce headed died, divorce headed survived, but also she's the, the temptress and all yeah. that. That's all I knew. And it's funny when so, you read into it, like how much yeah. you learn about them and how 
much the six of them you can see why they became queens because yeah they are fantastically smart women for mm-hmm. that period of time clever. like so clever very switched on <laughs> yeah completely i mean learning about how and because we've had that chat and then we talked about the breakdown of um don't lose your head and it was kind of the whole thing of she's being pulled one way by henry and then one way by society and what they think of her and one way by i don't know her expectations and trying to get a better standing in society for her family and all this yeah so the whole what was i meant to do it's kind of like well yeah like what was she meant to do she was just <laughs> having a having a good time like not having a good time well she was but you know do you know what i mean yeah and it's i found that really interesting and, and then also in rehearsals we talked about um uh jamie said that it's you find yourself as a heightened version of yourself in the character and for me um (laughs) mine's quite dorky like i'm i'm kind of quite awkward at times as a person and uh i thought for me that's the way that i connect to to berlin is the whole oh here we go kind of that whole vibe and um it was really cool to find that and find how you know some cool bits come in and how some kind of sexy saucy bits come in and how some sassy bits come in it was really exciting to piece it all together so yeah it's still an ongoing process I mean it's still it still changes I mean from the start of our, our run to now I know I know we're in a break at the moment but from the start of our run to now it's even that's completely changed yeah. how it's kind of just progressed and finding new things and and yeah yeah it's been really fun that's great and you've mentioned Jamie and Lucy um mm-hmm in their own right, they're both amazingly talented human beings as directors. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was yeah. it like to be in the room with them and have them be like, cause they'd worked with a couple of casts and a couple of cast changes leading up to you guys. Um, uh-huh. So they kind of had their whole teaching thing down to an art. Nearly yeah. Right so what was it like coming into that with these young directors that are just like, let's, let's do you. Yeah. It was so it was it was lovely to feel so free to just try new things and try they really championed and encouraged trying new things and trying what works for you mm. and i mean we did some workshops and um when how we do our song and and little character exercises and all that and it was really dis- it was a really cool way to discover how you would react to those situations and and not not kind of I don't know, thinking how you had to do it or you should do it and how you really, how is, how you do it for you. Um, and it was so exciting to, to trust Jamie and Lucy in, in their, their knowledge of it and their experience of the show. And I mean, Lucy is, and Toby as well, Lucy has got such brilliant, um, specific ideas as to what works and the timing and, you know, a lot of the sarcastic comedy i was and, gonna and, say and, with Berlin yeah is everything because oh, you 100%. she's the kind of token comedy character throughout the show everyone yeah. has their bits and pieces but Berlin's the one that carries it the whole way through um mm-hmm. so like, like the one-liners Berlin, yeah yeah and she was really Lucy was really useful in in uh noting down the speed of things like how how quickly it had to come in and and not not dwelling too much in certain space so just coming in with the one-liners and how that would work better than giving it some time and she was just really 
really on it and and amazing with with choices and helping out if you if you were stuck in a bit of a kind of in a muddle where you think I just don't think this is working or this this bit then she'd go and Jamie and Toby would go well just try this like just throw this in and, and then just have a go at that and even Jamie um even um Joe with musically he'd throw in well that's there so just try that musically and see what that unlocks for you and 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 that would completely open up a whole new new avenue that you haven't even in, experienced so having their experience and the knowledge of the show and and how it progressed from the very start and what had worked yeah. all the way through was really really vital i think to it's, the rehearsal process it's ridiculously funny how flexible this show is like mm. you just mentioned joe being like how about you try this and like yeah. it just shows how why no matter where you go if you go see the show on tour it'll be completely different to what you see on the west end and it'll be uh-huh. 100% different than what you're seeing here in australia like yeah ridiculous how much freedom there is with this show because every other show you look at everybody wants a carbon copy this yeah, is yeah true you do you like yeah completely we, we can't be the same the- as everybody else <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. They really, I think because it's so, I mean, down to everyone keeping their accents and and being completely them. It's like championing the women um, of today and the, the, the casts of today and, and modern society and how we're kind of, I don't know, how we're all going through it and, and as women and and finding our feet, really. And I think that's what's amazing about it is it really really champions that yeah it's so exciting and even like chatting to the other Berlins like yeah. um Andrea and then Courtney and and everyone and, and chatting away to them and and being really excited for each other when I don't know when Broadway was open I know it didn't have its opening night in the end but on that day we were all so excited and saying have an amazing time and like don't lose your head ha 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 and like all those jokes and it was just it's just really lovely to feel that community of of people around the world. It's just yeah. so lucky to be part of that. It's it's an amazing, and like it'd be completely different for you guys being in the cast because you're kind of like, there's what one, two, three, four, five, six Berlins worldwide at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. Like it's such a small group and there's only been, let's say nine cast Berlins. Yeah. Across the whole span of the show. Like yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how like small everything is <laughs> yet it's yeah. so huge so um, yeah. it's amazing so going on tour um mm. what is that experience like because obviously you're moving every so often you're in a new theater you've kind of got to reset your space and get into that mm. mindset in a new mm-hmm. space every so yeah often. um so talk me through your whole um kind of routine in moving into a new theater and getting set up to be in the right headspace to perform okay completely so we have our we first have our tech session in each theater where we kind of they try out the lights and we're all set up and we can see the size of the stage wherever we go because sometimes it can completely change so we've been in really small venues and then gone to venues like chichester chichester festival theater was huge like the stage was massive we were sprinting across the stage <laughs> to get to the other side and it's i can think seeing seeing the different sizes really helps before you you go yeah. you do the show um and then you have your in-ear checks with your levels and uh then i think once you've had your in-ear checks and you've, you've done x wives and 
it kind of feels like, oh, okay, so I know I now have my settings on and I know, I know how big the, the stage is and now I can focus on, you know, I don't know where I'm looking and, and if there's three levels and, or four levels even, like having to address certain bits up to the gods and, yeah. and uh, really covering all that. And then finding the dressing rooms and kind of setting your stuff out how you, you kind of have it. I have a set way that I set out my stuff. That so was my that, next question. Do you have a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a set way that I set it out so that it feels like that's a, a continuous thing, no matter where we go. Yeah. You're just looking and, into um, a different mirror, essentially. That, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, setting that all out and, uh, you know, when you get in there, the costumes are in the room. So I think that that feels like home when you get in the dressing room and everything's set out, then yeah. you, you, that feels like a constant. And I think the more you, when I first started touring, because I hadn't toured before, it was a real, um, I would say shock. It was it was a real new experience to kind of go around different places, and once you'd gotten settled into one place, finding a footing in another place, and having to kind of up and move somewhere else. And I think once you're used to the flow of it, yeah, it's a lot easier to get settled a lot quicker and and find the little find the spots, and you know what to look for. Of you know, where's the cafe, and where's the water fountain, and where's where's you know the local Tesco's even. I don't know in each yeah. place. It's like finding your your grounding in each place so yeah it helps to have um the same group of people as well around yeah. that you're always with and the same team and you know yeah. you then do feel at home wherever you go yeah 100 that that's amazing and another thing that would kind of help it would be the constant love that you're getting from the crowd um because that mm. kind of would be fairly similar no matter where you guys are going you're still going to get yeah. that energy and love from yeah. wherever you are because people were like you're in my hometown hell hell yeah let's, yeah. let's go <laughs> that's so true we're really lucky in the sense that i mean it's basically been sold out everywhere we've gone and the reactions that everyone's given has been amazing and feeling the love and the energy from people and even i mean that is from the fans that see it and there are some fans that travel a lot of places to see it and it's it's amazing but it's even people that you I don't know. When I first started, I thought, well, oh, there's a couple there that, you know, they don't have a teenage like kid or yeah. you expect the audience to be teenagers and, and kids and all that. But all like all sorts of people come and see it. And no matter who who sees it, the reaction is generally the same. And I think yeah. it's such a, a testament to the show and the energy that it gives out and the production that it has. I mean, the lighting and the sound and the fact that it gives even the costumes the fact that it gives such a a pop concert feeling in such a small space is completely new experience and mm. and i remember that that striking me is the first thing that i noticed when i when i watched it feeling like nothing i'd ever seen before and i think even that is such a a shock yeah in a good way hopefully um to to the audiences and their reactions are are unreal i mean yeah. the sing-alongs as well are out of this world and I, the fact that everyone knows we haven't had one in yeah. australia but i was a part of one <gasps> with the broadway girls and oh my gosh the oh like i totally understand because it is just something right? different like you hear the you hear the tracks and you're like yep yeah and then you hear the extra 200 voices pelting it one way with the microphones coming the other and you're just like this is something yeah. special like it's it is. just it really intense. is it's amazing and even people that um that cosplay 
and oh. had made their own costumes. And oh, there's there's been a couple of really little, um, tiny little balloons, and they've been about like five or six. And they're so just great. so cute with the little bun <laughs> there and the, and the bee. And, oh, it's so adorable. And the creativity that everyone has. I mean, some people come when they've dyed their hair pink on the ends and, yeah. and got their makeup done and, and they've made boots. There's a whole thing of um, everyone making the um, bedazzled boots. Yep. And it's so cool. Oh, it's man, like, I want a pair. Know? Like, I don't want to wear them, but oh, I want yeah. a pair just because they look so cool. <laughs> Literally, they're amazing. And how everyone makes them their own as well, because they're not necessarily the colours of the costumes. They're, like, the colours that they choose if they were in the, in the show. Yeah. And, oh, it's so, it's so cool. So cool. While we're on costumes, um, mm-hmm. seeing the green for the first time, what was it like getting things piece by piece and then it finally being like... Yo, I'm Berlin now. I I got you. <laughs> it was so cool. That's probably the coolest thing I think that's probably happened in my life so far. <laughs> that sounds really, really like soppy. We're calling it really early in your life too, Maddie. This is this is I it. am. The bar. I'm just saying right now. <laughs> you know, I think when you we had about three different costume fittings, and um, we had the canvas fitting, and then there was a bit more they'd done, and then. The final fitting, I remember putting on the costume and, and I think looking in the mirror and going, this is, this is actually happening now. <laughs> like, this is the thing. And I remember seeing the show and I, I didn't know, when I saw the show, I didn't know who I was up for yeah. when I first saw it. And um, my favourite colour was green before the show anyway. So I've always been obsessed with the colour green. So I remember seeing the costume and going, right, <laughs> that <laughs> is a cool costume. And... Uh, and I think wearing that costume for the first time, when you've seen it in pictures and, you know, with the whole, the buns and the shoes and everything. And it was just such a, it was really surreal yeah. and really exciting to kind of, and then, cause I'd be having my fitting and then someone else would come in for their fitting and their final fitting. So I think I saw Jodie's Howard costume and then Athena's um, par costume and all of us were going, oh my God. This yeah. is so cool. Like, and they're such iconic looks too. Like mm-hmm. probably Berlin and Howard are probably the two most kind of recreated. Um, yes. In the kingdom. Yeah. Um, but like they're just each iconic and you haven't seen anything like it anywhere else. And you no. will never see anything like it anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Because it is the perfect mix between, and Beyonce is a massive theme for this show. Beyonce mm-hmm. and Tudor, like from yes. the shoulder puffs to like, it's just crazy how yes. Gabriella Slade has looked at something and gone, yeah, I can, I can take that whole Tudor vibe and pop it into this modern day thing and have it look mm-hmm. stunning <laughs> on whoever's going to so wear clever. it. It just doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And they're so specific to when they're fitting it to, I don't know, the length of, of the shoulder, the, 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 I don't know the name of them, I'm not a costume designer, but the, 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 the things that come out on the shoulder and even the length of those and how much the costume, the skirt um, props up and depending on the person and they're so specific to you. And I mean, even I think Gabrielle Slade did a, a live recently on the six page where she was talking about someone asked her what Tudor aspects she looked into and she re- reeled off this whole list of, I think doublets was a word, don't know what it means but there was a whole like list of different Tudor elements to this costume and I just sat there and thought that's just so much work that's gone into it and the detail it pays off 
I think that's the thing. It's all the hard work in all areas of the show is completely paid off, and yeah. it's such a polished feel. Yeah, that it's, it's just on every level. There is just so much detail, and it, yeah. it's just it's crazy to think. And the more like I chat to you guys, the more I learn, and I'm just like, there's so much more to this that people listening to this podcast don't mm -hmm. understand because you're either kind of this is your introduction to theater or you're just here for the the, the fandom side of things because this yeah, family yeah. is great the yeah the amount of detail the lighting the costumes the music the the lyrics the book like it's just, it's just so deep but yeah. it's so on a ground level relatable that yeah you can either look into it or you can't or, or you yeah you know, like it doesn't matter <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Oh, oh it's wicked. Mind blown. Um, so what is your favourite experience that you've had with, with the show? Oh, I think, I mean, I mean, there's so many. It's so hard to pick out because each experience is so different as well. I think with each theatre, it's so different that it's really hard to pick out the particular but I did have there was one night in Glasgow that I I don't know what it was about it there was a real there was such an an energy that I think everyone was really with it and they really it really clicked in everyone's head I mean it does it does on the majority for all the shows but this one particularly where where we're talking about the fact that you know we're six wives together and and this has all happened because we're all linked to the same man and all this. And the reaction to the kind of realization of that was just off the charts. I mean, when we came back in to all do the I Don't Need Your Love reprise, the the cheers and, and the and the kind of yeah of like feminism, yeah, it was yeah. just electric. And I remember standing on stage going, This is so cool that we I think that's the general favorite experience of the show is that you're teaching this you're helping to teach this kind of history and, and feminism to so many people that wouldn't have maybe thought about it and, and learned about it in that way. And, and I've had messages from girls say, oh, I didn't even like, I've been researching more into feminism now because of this show. And I've been like finding this so interesting and all this about the Tudor Queens. And there was one on the first night of Guildford, the first show, there was one girl that said to me, she was quite young, I think she was about 10, and she'd watched the show and she went, yeah, because, um, um, you know, after seeing that, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a feminist now. And I thought, oh, that's what we do it for. That's, that's it. That's what we do it for. And Man. I think that's probably the favourite, my favourite part of the show. 10 years old, like, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is the it, power of so, the show. Like <laughs> Exactly. That's the thing. That's, my, that's the, the, the beauty of it. It's just, oh, it's so cool. That's one thing. That's so cool. great. Um, so... <laughs> Let's let's then focus into the show. What's your favorite mm -hmm. moment in the show? Oh. The way I've been posing it to everybody else is if you had to perform one moment in the show every night uh -huh. for the rest of your life, what would it be? It would I think it would probably be six. The 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 song. 
it's six because yeah, just the show. No, the song <laughs> six. Because, uh, <laughs> all of it. Um, no, the song because especially if I'm going to hone in on a particular moment, it's the um, the last. It's the little bridge where it all goes quiet before mm. it then goes big at the end. Yeah, because it all feels like you come together with the girls and with the audience at that point, and you're all together completely in that moment yeah. of building up that moment and going, oh, we're going to go, we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the excitement of that is, is so cool. I mean, even the last, we're six, bum, like the yeah. whole, uh, the celebration, I think is what I, that's what I perform every night yeah. on repeat. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. That is amazing. <laughs> um, so that brings us to the end of this amazing oh my gosh Maddie. we 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 made it amazing. um we've spoken about <laughs> a ton of things um yeah. and my mind is just running and running and running um <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on and joining us um, thank you so much for asking me anytime Loved it. um i it's just so good to chat to people in the different casts as well because everybody mm. has that different experience because you guys are touring compared to the people that have been set on cruise ships or set yeah. like it, it's completely different experiences from you guys which is um what i think the people listening want to hear is what are you guys yeah. going through that we're missing um and yeah perfect insight for everybody which is great um so if you guys want to follow maddie on any socials i'll drop all her links down below so you can catch up with oh. her she is amazing Thank you. the isolation imagination thing that she's got going on <laughs> crazy and she is a fantastic makeup <laughs> artist too because your oh, makeup like you when, when, you, i think you did one the other day with uh like this yellow and green eyeshadow and i was like yeah. I'm here for this. this is great um, thank you very much so please go check out that uh if you want to follow us you know where we are the queenum cast and oz queenum on instagram facebook and twitter um to wrap things up maddie what's the biggest thing right now being away from the show for mm -hmm. a couple of weeks um what's the biggest thing you miss about six the musical um i think being all together with with the cast and the team and having that that energy that i get from the girls and everyone of just the excitement and and the inspiration and and the drive to be a better person and but then also being with the audiences and meeting everyone that's so lovely i think i just miss this the whole thing the whole thing but um yeah i can't wait to be back can't wait and we can't wait to have you back on stage queens that wraps mm. things up for us here this week on the queen and podcast thank you for coming and hanging out with us and we will see you next saturday with a brand new episode of the queen and podcast bye queens Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.